This is Vanderbilt Business. In recent years, social enterprise has assumed a greater role in the academic lives of students at Owen and across Vanderbilt's campus, due in large part to the TFC, or Turner Family Center for Social Ventures, which was founded in 2015. Before the holiday season, we spoke with second-year MBA's Tori Samples and Kayla Armgard, as well as MBA alum and current VU law student Nat Robinson, about their social venture startups, opportunities on and off campus, and how students can get involved in the TFC. Hi everyone, my name is Nate Luce. I'm the Director for News and Communications here at Vanderbilt Business, and I'm sitting here with Tori Samples, with Nat Robinson, and with Kayla Armcart. We're here to talk about the social ventures, the many social ventures that, that these three have embarked on during their time at Owen. So thank you all for joining us. Great to have you here. And let's just kick it off with maybe a quick introduction around the table. So I'm Tori, and I've been in Nashville for about 10 years. I actually did my undergrad at Vanderbilt in music and harp performance and global health. And then from there, I transitioned naturally into healthcare IT, where I was a developer for about five years before coming back to business school. And at Owen, I'm concentrating in healthcare strategy and operations and have had the fortune to work with this team on a lot of projects related to social enterprise um, and have really enjoyed my experience so far. It's my second year and looking forward to whatever comes next after graduation. Great. Well, thanks. And thanks for giving us this opportunity to share with you some of the things we've been working on. My name is Nat Robinson, and I graduated from Owen in 2007 uh, and love Vanderbilt so much that I've come back now as a law student. And in between that, I worked as a management consultant in D.C. and then found myself on a project for eight months in Kenya, working with some financial institutions and microfinance organizations. And that somehow turned into six and a half years of working in Kenya and starting a microfinance company uh, out there, which was, a, I think, a great experience. So coming back to the U.S. was looking for a way to reintegrate into um, the U.S. through school, but also really saw the value of having a formal legal education when working with entrepreneurs or working with uh, funds and investors and thought that this combination of law and uh, business would be really helpful uh, in my next stage uh, in life. Awesome, and I'm happy to be here as well. My name is Kayla Armgard, and I'm originally from Albuquerque, New Mexico, where I graduated from the University of New Mexico with degrees in psychology and philosophy. So my background prior to business school is I was a professional ballet dancer for many years in a ballet company, and I also have an experience in, um, in education. I taught English abroad in Thailand for a year, and also got involved in a nonprofit arts organization teaching dance in Title I schools in lower socioeconomic communities. Um, through that experience, I was prompted to go to business school, and right now at Owen, I'm concentrating in operations strategy and human and organizational performance. Um, and I also really look forward to talking about kind of the social entrepreneurship that we've been going through the past couple years. Fantastic. You all have done a lot together in a lot of different formats, in a lot of different concepts. Can you, can you all please just sort of walk us through how you kind of came together and some of the things that you've been working on and uh, maybe some of the venues in which you collaborated? Salt, right? Yeah. First time. So we, we actually met all together through an event sponsored by the TFC, uh, the Holt Prize last year in 2016. And the prompt then was the refugee crisis globally. And so we worked on that for a while and had some good experiences and success with that. I'm sure we'll talk more about that in a bit. Um, and from there, I've done several other events with the TFC, including a flash pitch and the Holt Prize this year. And then Nat and Kayla have had um, fellowship experiences as well. 
I think it was it was random too. I think we were mm-hmm. all interested in uh, what the Turner Center had um, put together with the Holt Prize and coming up with business ideas and solutions to address the refugee crisis. And we're looking for teams to participate in this competition. And um, I grabbed another law student who I knew was interested in in the global refugee crisis. And I said, all right, I've got two people from the law school. Can you pair us up with a team? And um, it's where they grabbed uh, Tori and Kayla and put us together as a as a group, and I think from that time we met, brainstormed, uh, discussed ways of addressing the refugee crisis, and came up with an idea that was um, specifically focused on the Mediterranean Sea crossing for refugees, a very dangerous part of the of the uh, world. And we came up with an idea to address all of the um, or use all of the um, ships and passenger ships that are crossing through the region, and use them to help with the refugee uh, passage or uh, saving refugees, and doing it in a way that allowed refugees to almost we could pick ships based on their country and uh, the legal asylum process attached to those ships. So it was a way to help refugees find uh, better places to be resettled. And so we went on to pitch that idea both at the Vanderbilt local competition, and then uh, we didn't win that one, but we were able to get into the uh, global competition, and that was uh, where we were able to participate and compete in Dubai in the regional um, championship, the regional competition for Holt, and made it to the final six teams uh, within that uh, competition. So it was, uh, I think, a lot farther than we all had anticipated going, but it was a really fun experience and really enjoyed working with the, the group and the team here. And the relationship continued to grow, and, and now you pitched again at the Hulk this year, and it sounds like you've also got something else going on, too, that you've been working on as well. Can can you guys unpack that for us? Yeah, I just want to kind of highlight it. I was just having flashbacks about the first time that we all met when we were getting together for the whole prize, and it was kind of that awkward, who are you? Like, what are you doing? And uh, we kind of went through this brainstorm of, well, how are we going to solve this problem? And I remember a lot of us was just sitting with how kind of the gravity and the weight of how large these problems were. But then over time, it's amazing just to see how the dynamic grew and grew and how our skill sets were very comparable and the dynamics of our personalities just synced really well. Um, that I think when we came back in the fall, Nat was like, well, maybe we should do this again. And we're like, <laughs> okay, let's do it. So um, that's kind of started so Lago. And then if you all want to talk about your other... Leave for that. Yeah. So, in between <laughs> last year and this year, um, so I think inspired from the refugee crisis and, and the challenges on a global scale of this um, kind of humanitarian uh, crisis, and I thought the opportunity um, for business to address some of the these issues um, continued to think through this, and I think brought my background in financial services to the uh, problem and. Um, put together an idea about taking re- how refugees are uh, crossing borders and the need to protect uh, cash and savings and using technology to do that. Um, and kind of share that idea with Tori and last summer put together a presentation to um, compete with at the uh, Launch Tennessee and 3686 uh, business plan competition which we won, I think, with a very early stage idea. And um, that kind of continued to build and develop. And I was able to secure some summer fellowships with some other MBA students and myself to spend last summer working on this idea of uh, providing financial services for refugees. 
and that has uh, continued to expand and, and to develop into a, uh, a business concept that we're still working on. I think we have a group of about 10 now that we're uh, working with across all different parts of campus, you know, not just the business school, but also the graduate school economics, uh, the law school, and even the undergrad. And uh, we're working with the Turner Center has a class called Project Pyramid, where they send students, uh, groups around the world to work with social enterprises on various projects. And we have a team of um, eight of them working with us in Rwanda and Colombia to try to continue to expand this business idea and do some markets, uh, market testing and pilot testing in March over spring break. So I think that one's really snowballed into a, uh, a business idea. And then we now have our, our newest uh, addition, which is the Silago idea, which uh, looks specifically at energy. That was the, um, the theme this year, was around uh, energy. And we brought in a PhD student who uh, has a patent on a battery technology, or has uh, been working on battery technology with, at Vanderbilt. And so he's been part of that team to help us come up with our idea for, um, for Silago and looking at East Africa again and using uh, lakes to generate energy and store energy and distribute energy through batteries. So. Can you guys talk about Solago in a little more depth? So Solago uses the unique properties of lakes to capture and store energy that is created um, by the sun and by wind and we put that into batteries which are then rented out to consumers and used both at, at night and during the day um, in different use cases and so we're able to generate revenue through renting the batteries and um, really take advantage of some of the properties of being on a lake. So things like direct sunlight and diurnal cycles with the wind blowing at night that make this a really unique concept. We also have looked into all the different things that you can do with these batteries. They're pretty common and pretty cheap, but the, the clients are dependent upon coming back to us and renting those batteries from us because they're renewable, they're rechargeable. And so we are starting with a limited number of those use cases, specifically looking at lanterns at night, which replaces kerosene consumption, which is really good for people's health and the environment. Uh, it's also cheaper for them to use our product than the kerosene. And then things like mobile charging stations during the day so that these fishermen who are on the lakes can take our batteries and actually generate revenue for themselves by taking those charging stations to market and charging other people to power their phones. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than just solar panels on the yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Solar panels and wind turbines. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's what's great about a lake. If you've got all this open space and no one owns it, so it's it's pretty right. easy to set up these you know units. And they cost, we estimated, about $60,000, a 40-by-40-foot 40 surface area of panels, and then a boat of that holds 10,000 batteries. Uh, if you take, for example, a Tesla car, it has 7,000 of these same batteries in it, so it's like having a big Tesla on a boat surrounded by the solar panels. And actually, the solar panels are 10% more efficient on the water because they're cooled uh, naturally. And then if you combine the heating and the cooling that generates the wind in the mornings and evenings, you get that additional um, energy gener generation from the, from the wind, and then you can charge these batteries and, as Tori said, um, rent them out and uh, generate income through that. And the solar panels are also really good for the environment. Um, they reduce evaporation by 70% mm -hmm. and provide shelter for the natural wildlife. The algae. And Cut. prevent algae. Yeah. It's yep. a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Backing up to talking about the TFC, it sounds like there's a ton of programming that you can do over the course of the year between flash pitch competitions where it's more theoretical versus, you know, real competitions like the Hull where you're competing with a lot of schools for some pretty serious money. How is that structured? And maybe this is more of a Kayla Tory question. How is it structured as a student? How are you introduced to it? How do you interact with the center? And, and how does that evolve over the course of your career as an MBA student? Sure. So when I think back to when I first started at Owen, I got put in touch pretty much right away with the director, Mario, and I went into his office and I just spoke about my background, what I wanted to do, and from there just all the information started flooding in about the different programming for the Turner Family Center. And you're right, there is a lot of different aspects to it and a lot of different dimensions and ways to be involved, Um, but I think there's a path for everyone. So as little or as much as you want to be involved in the programming, you can. Um, And so... I didn't do Project Pyramid, for example, but um, I'm the manager for the Social Enterprise Consulting Club in the spring, and I did that last year. So this programming is a little bit more focused on local social enterprise and how students can do some experiential projects and uh, present a deliverable to these clients at the end of a semester. Again, working with interdisciplinary teams, working on project management, um, and uh, really just helping other businesses with their business plans or finance or anything like that. But I think just the people there are willing to work with you in whatever capacity that you can or you want. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of good communication that goes out um, that hits all students. And so the wonderful thing about TFC is that it's not just for Owen students. Um, it's focused on all the graduate programs at Vanderbilt. And so there's a lot of access there. And it's a great chance to meet people from other programs as well. Right. Talking about social enterprise, for folks who might be interested in business school but also maybe have a, you know, a philanthropic streak in them or, or want to do something good in the world, where does social enterprise fit in? I think there are lots of opportunities. Um, that's the good news. It doesn't have to look like one set program. Um, it's easy to get introduced by formal programming into social enterprise, um, whether that's the pitch competitions or classes or whatever that may be. But there are a lot of resources, specifically at the TFC, that are there to guide you to whatever opportunity connects to your skills and experience best. So, you know, my, my background is in healthcare, um, studied global health, and then I've worked in American healthcare, and I've been able to make a lot of contacts here who have put me in touch with people around the world. And so, for instance, I've been able to work with a simulation center in Kenya um, that's training nurse anesthetists on uh, mannequins. And so I've been able to do some consulting work for them that came through Mario because he knew that I was interested in healthcare. And I think that's the case for a lot of people with different backgrounds. No matter what you're looking for, there's an opportunity there. It might be important, too, to distinguish Project Pyramid or uh, Turner Center from your traditional volunteer work, uh, which is, I think, also very important. But um, there's a there's a component of this uh, of using uh, business and the tools of the of markets to address social problems. So be that poverty, be that access to energy, be it healthcare. Um, still using a lot of the tools that you're learning as an MBA student and as a graduate student, but applying them in a way that's uh, addressing a need that's maybe not met by uh, traditional social services or um, or government. And so innovating is important to that. Bringing in um, you know diff- a multidisciplinary approach to it, I think, is really key. And that's what a lot of what the Turner Center has, um, I think, has embraced to it. Yeah, I, I agree, and I think when we think of the business curriculum at large, kind of this triple bottom line uh, mentality is just kind of growing and growing. So the people, planet, and profits, that it can be you know, social and financially important 
practice in your business. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You all have had a lot of success in a short amount of time pitching ideas and getting people to buy in and giving you resources to pursue those ideas. What's the secret to your success? Like, what makes a good pitch? Good team. I think it's the team, absolutely. I think that's, we learned that. We spent so much time together on that first (laughs) round of really trying to come up with an idea, and no one would really take me seriously when I kept talking about boats and and cruise ships. And then eventually I think they just gave up and said, all right, fine, we'll we'll try to make it work. And I think that's, you know, we have a very diverse group of of skills uh, on our team, and um, being able to uh, to come together around a really important issue and to know those strengths and weaknesses, I think, was really valuable. And just enjoying the, the time together, I think that um, helped so much. And everything that we've worked on so far as a team has, has been a success because of that, I think. so. <laughs> I agree, and I think we've grown a lot in uh, just the, the way that we present with the mentors that we've been exposed to as well. And, um, I just have to say, I think Tori and Nat are some of the best presenters I've seen while at Owen, so that definitely helps. But, you know, the pitch is only one part of it, so you yeah. have to also have some substance behind the ideas. And I think, you know, Kayla has always opened our pitches uh, in the past, mm-hmm. and that's a really critical role of, of quickly getting attention uh, and getting some of that cred- credibility up front. Um, and so thanks for always doing that. <laughs> well, I think, too, you know, we've, we've spent a lot of time digging into these issues. And so one way that we've been able to differentiate ourselves is through the question and answer portion. Um, it's a pretty typical part of any pitch competition. And it's essential to be able to back up what you're saying with research. And that's where you really get to show it. What advice would you give a student who is interested in pursuing social enterprise, either as a career or just something they want to do during school? I'd say don't be afraid to jump in. You know, even if it's a project that is so far outside of your experience, it's going to be valuable for the education that it provides. And and there are, as you mentioned, so many opportunities to get involved. It can't hurt to start from the very beginning. Right, and I would just follow up on that and just be okay with being uncomfortable at some point during the process because that's just going to help you develop and just send you along a path that you maybe couldn't have anticipated, but in, in the end it would reap wonderful rewards. So what are your plans personally and then with these concepts for the rest of the academic year? So we will all be going somewhere in the world over spring break in March for the regional Holt Prize finals. We've applied to Nairobi. That would be our preference because we are working in East Africa. That's where Silago is piloting. And so we're really excited about that. And then Nat and I are also working on the LEAF pilot, which will be in Rwanda. And we have a number of initiatives with that. So hopefully one of these businesses will actually, I think, take off and work. And we're trying, uh, continuing to pitch and raise uh, capital, raise grants for, um, for LEAF. And the focus is to really learn a lot from this pilot and to see if there is a broader opportunity to continue to turn this into a business. And then, of course, the Solago uh, pitch, if we are able to win this time at the regional finals, that will qualify us for the million-dollar uh, prize for the finals, which will take place in the fall. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy pre-holiday schedules, and best of luck on your adventures for the rest of the year. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks to Tori, Kayla, and Nat for their time this week, and thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about the Turner Family Center, visit their website at turnerfamilycenter.com. You can also find more stories and information about Owen by visiting our website, business.vanderbilt.edu, or following at Vanderbilt Owen on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Music provided by Mike Foster.
I'm Nate Luce.